Hey listeners, Cameron here, and I have a huge announcement that I'm really excited about. I have a new album coming out on October 7th on Kill Rockstars, which is a very cool indie music label. And you can currently pre-order that album. It is called Same Sex Symbol, and you can find it at killrockstars.com slash symbol or by following me on Twitter at, at Cameron Esposito. I am so excited about the release, and I really, really hope that a ton of you guys who listen every week pre-order and hear some real jokes that I told, not just top-of-the-show riffs. Thanks, guys. Put your hands together. 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 What's up, everybody? Put your Thanks hands for coming together. out to Music TV. Okay, this is this is going great already. You guys, I'm Karen Esposito. I'm your host. I'm very sick. Let's hear it for me. Usually I'm much better at that, but instead I just wandered out here, bringing my own microphone from an undisclosed location. Luckily, there are amazing comics on the show, so you can clap for them. And also, Rhea Butcher, who is often a co-host and, co- and host of the show, is going to come out right now and help me start it strong. Let's hear it for Rhea. Oh, I'm already not killing it. I am like... You should move that. Coach Karai carrying Carrie Strug off of the... I don't know. That's that guy's name? Is it? I think That's so. that guy's name. Somebody, no, no, no. Bella Lugosi. <laughs> Well, whatever. I don't think his last name was Lugosi, but the first <laughs> name was Lug- definitely Bella. Bella. Frankenstein Bella. carrying... That's not even Bella Lugosi either. No. So it doesn't matter. You guys, this is the best show we've ever done. We're killing it. <laughs> um, it's great to see you guys. I've been out of town for 12 days. I got back last night. You, oh, you didn't even care. <laughs> you didn't miss me at all. Uh, Ryan, who's up in the booth... And Rhea did our show last week uh, without me. They did a great job. Let's hear it for them. I can't even remember where I was. I was in three cities. I went to two countries, three cities. I brought Rhea a cheese magnet from Wisconsin. Cheese magnet. It was a great trip. And um, what it, you, so we were part for 12. Oh, we're not just hilarious comics. Um, we're also fiancés. And so that. So we were apart for 12 weeks. That was, or 12 weeks? That's, we were apart. We've been gone for a long time. No, we were apart for 12 days. Would it, how was that for you? That's a long time, I think. Oh, you know, just um, spent a lot of time with our dog by myself, just pretending I was married to him now. You know. <laughs> how many chicks did you have over to the house? 30. What if that's how I found out? <laughs> 30? Yep, 30. That's more than one per night. That is, yeah. <laughs> Fucking great odds. <laughs> okay, all right, that's sweet. Um, what did you do while you were gone? I went to uh, I went to I went to Montreal, ah. uh, Canada, um, and that one person wooed. That place is very French. You think it's gonna be French? It's Frencher. <laughs> it's so much Frencher. Everything is French. All the signs are French. Um, and I thought I was prepped to go there because I have a lifelong love of Celine Dion. Sure. <laughs> That's my, all you need. My whole family does. I have a very distinct memory of one of the first concerts I ever went to um, when she was touring with the bow of a ship. Oh, sure, yes. It wasn't on stage the whole time, but you know, you know why it was there. I just imagine her traveling with the bow of the ship, like yeah. going to parties together. <laughs> doing like well, a photo strip. It was great. It was like when Destiny's Child popped out at the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. It was under the stage and then she was, I honestly And the bow of the ship went, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, I thought that remember. bow of the ship was dead. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> Destiny's Child Super Bowl joke's not working? Okay, got it. Uh, no, so, so she, I wish she would have just been like audience, you know what it's time for. But she didn't say that at all. Um, Titanic! Yeah. That's not how that song goes. 
She's just touring with a with a theme song to Titanic yeah. that involves that her is... repeating the word Titanic. <laughs> and she never ship. sings My Heart Will Go On. Never. <laughs> My heart will keep going. Yeah, and she fucks it up the whole time. Yep. That's how Celine is. I don't know if you guys know that. She doesn't want to please a crowd. <laughs> I remember I remember being at that concert and I was wearing a promotional Celine Dion like uh what bow yeah. of a ship? No. <laughs> That would have been great. Like a cheese hat. Like a cheese ah. hat. No. Um, I was wearing a promotional Celine Dion, like, uh, what's the, is it like Kangle? What's that hat? Like, what's the hat? Oh, Kangle? Yeah. What's the hat that, like, um, Samuel L. Jackson wears or whatever? Kangle. Yeah. Okay. So I was wearing that, but it, instead of a little cool kangaroo, it just said Celine in a heart. <laughs> I was wearing it backwards. I had purchased it there. <laughs> you purchased something... On your way into a concert? Yeah. I think you're the only person that's ever done that. No, I wanted her to know when she came out, I'm already invested! (laughs) So I remember that she came out, and um, now most of the people at this show were not young people. Sure. I think I was in sixth grade. That's not true. That movie came out. I was probably probably 18. (laughs) I think you were up there. In my mind, I was very young, and this was a cool story. I was story five years old. About me being like a pretty ahead of my time kid, but now it's just like pretty revealing about what my high school experience was like. <laughs> I went to a Celine Dion concert with my parents. We bought a hat on the way in. We held when hands. When Celine the whole came time. out on a ship, I stood up and I went, Yes! And everybody else remained seated because their bodies were broken because they were older people. <laughs> That was a great time. So I was thinking of her because of uh, because of you know French speaking people. Um, so that Wait, was nice. is she is she French Canadian? <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't know. Have everything. you ever heard her speak? Have you never heard her speak outside of singing? Oh, I didn't. I couldn't remember if she was French. She can hardly Canadian talk. or French. <laughs> Canadian. She's so. It's like it's just like oh okay, yes anyway. Right. Yeah. Well, I've never heard her speak. I've only heard her go. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking yeah. and she is the best chest thumper in the biz. She's really good at it. She should I be love like her. a wrestler. I love. Yeah, she she can be anything. It'd be she really wants. intimidating. Could you imagine at like WWE Monday Night Raw if like Celine Dion came in and just did that? Cause I'm your lady. Exactly. That's how she would do it. Vince McMahon is that whose like, favorite Celine Dion song is that? Do you guys not know her entire catalog? <laughs> That's a really good one. Um, anyway, so I went. I went to. I went there, and I was. I went to Chicago, which is where I'm from. Oh, yep. Oh. <laughs> nope. You, this morning. Wait. I love that you just turned to your friend and said that. <laughs> oh. oh. Well, I was there this morning. <laughs> In the middle of a show. That's great. Did you break your arm there? Uh, no. Okay. Well, little, little buddy. Um, what are you doing in Chicago? Sitting at the airport. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but what were you doing right before? You're you're from. You live there. No, 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 you live in DC. Gotcha. Oh, I literally was just in the airport. Okay. Yeah. One of those layover situations. Yeah. I've heard of those. She just. That, I get it now. Yeah. Um, you had a layover in Chicago. So I, yeah. <laughs> what What are you talking about? Are we talking about O'Hare? Or are we talking about Midway? Okay. Yeah. Obviously, oh, you're a classy hair. lady. Um. So you're here from D.C. Do, do you work in politics? No. no. Ah. I don't know. Isn't that what they do there? Why did you... Um, how's Kevin Spacey? More importantly, how's Robin Wright? Ow! hey She's hot! Oh, sorry. I'm not killing it tonight. We're not doing sorry. a good job. Usually this goes better. I'm a little yeah. out of it. I'm on many drugs. Um, okay, well, welcome. What do you, what do you, why are you guys visiting? What, what are, what's, what, uh, what brings you to town? Just being pals? Just pals with pals? Um, well, that's great. I hope you enjoy it. Do you have any goals for while you're here? Hiking, going to lunches, meetings. Famous people. Okay, just, I'm just naming things people do in L.A. Driving around. Stalking stars. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> give it a try if you want. 
feel like that doesn't happen as much as you think it does. It's actually more that they pop out of nowhere and you're not expecting them. That's kind they're, of like they're the, getting you. That's what I find here. Yeah, I'm less getting them than I'm just like I was just at the store and there's Kevin Bacon. You know what? One time we saw Kevin Bacon. You know what he was buying? Yeah, you're not gonna fucking believe it. Bacon. I bet he gets that every time he goes to the store, just to mess with people. Gonna be so much fun. Um, okay, cool. Well, Rad. Hey, let's hear. Let's hear for them. I hope you have an awesome time here. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we can also just get the show started. Yeah, I'm we can not killing it, and I'm sorry. Oh, I was in Madison, not- Wisconsin. That's the final place I was. Anybody have any investment in Madison? Ooh. Nobody. Yes, one Woo. person. Uh, what do you like about Madison, Wisconsin? Nothing. You're from there. Oh, yes. God, I had the best time there. Uh, it's a great city. Um, also, everybody there was pretty interested in me. I think I was the, the one of these that was in town. Um, and I am hot in Wisconsin. Yeah. I'm like hot here, but in Wisconsin, I was like... I was, a, I was just a little cheese curd. Squeaky. I like that that's your idea of hot. So well, they, in Wisconsin, that's the hottest thing you can be, is a squeaky cheese curd. Um, a curd. You know, what's funny about your city is how into the farmer's market everybody is. Everybody's like, oh, you going to the farmer's market? I landed on Thursday. People are like, you going to the farmer's market? It's on Saturday. You going to go to the farmer's market? And then Friday, everybody's like, oh, you farming? You farming the market? Or what are you doing marketing at a farm? And then I went on Saturday. I went, and you know what it is. Uh, it's a farmer's market. I think you might be from a small town. I kept, I kept asking people after that, like, was there, did I miss something? They're like, no. But did you see all that? <laughs> what, were you expecting the bow of a ship? I was expecting, yeah, the bow of a ship. Or I was expecting, Destiny's you know. Destiny's Child. Just any, any, I, I'm not saying it wasn't a big farmer's market. I just mean, like, I feel like people in Madison haven't been other places. <laughs> but you have, because here you are tonight. Let's hear it for that guy. Let's just get the show started. Sounds I, good. I'm sorry. We're gonna. We're, this is gonna go better. Rhea might even take over for part of this. I promise. Everything's gonna be great. Um, and I'd like to thank uh, Dayquil for their sponsorship of the show today. Um, also, uh, coming to the stage right now. Now he's a he's a friend of the show. He's a friend of ours. We love him so much. Let's hear right now for Mr. Ian Carmel, guys. Give it up for Ian. <laughs> everybody. How are you doing this evening? Well, doing well? Fantastic. I, you were talking about seeing celebrities earlier. I saw, I, I was next door at Gelson's and I saw Adam Scott like walking in as I was walking out and I got excited and I was like, Parks! I wanted to say Parks and Recreation, but I got ashamed of myself halfway through. So I was just like, Parks! Like I was just excited about public green spaces just just like parks what's up buddy how you doing yeah fucking parks where is there one where is there one we doing that here i uh i'm from an area with a lot of parks i'm from portland oregon originally yeah portland oregon very white city incredibly white blackest kid in my high school was this korean exchange student who could break dance a little bit like a little bit so we were like you're you're the one. You can break dance. You're the black guy here now. Uh, I live in Los Angeles now. I've been here almost a year. And it's nice because it's so much more diverse. It's incredibly diverse here. Even the neighborhood names in Los Angeles are diverse. You know what I mean? It's like little Ethiopia, little Armenia, Thai town, little Tokyo. All of which are amazing Mexican-American neighborhoods. It's, it's very nice living here. The thing I don't miss about Portland is how outdoorsy it is. Portland is, like, aggressively outdoorsy. I'm not outdoorsy at all. I can't even fake it. Like, if you told me I had 24 hours to make a campfire or you'd murder me, I would just try to have a really fun last 24 hours. I'd be like, I got a party bus and there's pizza in it. Where do you want to go? Let's go there. We're going to Knott's Berry Farm. That's where we're... I'm not like, people love like hiking in Portland. I hate hiking. I hate it. I fucking hate everything about hiking. I despise it. When I was in my early 20s and I would wake up after a long night of drinking, I'd be like, oh God, what did I do last night? Why am I wearing fingernail polish? Whose blood is this? What happened? You know? And now I'm in my late 20s and when I wake up after a long night of drinking, I'm like, oh God, I hope I didn't agree to go hiking last night. (laughs) 
hiking too. People like come up to me like, you should just go try it. I've tried it. I wasn't like hiking, walking, walking elsewhere. No, thank you. It doesn't stay on foot. No, I've been hiking. I walked up to the top of a very tall mountain where there's a beautiful view of how far I had just walked for absolutely no reason. And an even better view of how far I still had to walk for absolutely no reason. Fuck hiking forever. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I, a, I, I keep dating girls who live in Portland still. I don't know why I do that. I, like, the last one dumped me, like, a few, a few weeks ago. And it's fine. Like, I completely understand. She lived in Portland and had two kids. And I live in Los Angeles and have three roommates. Like, that doesn't work at all. You can't bring children into a roommate environment. Because then you have to introduce the roommates as their fake uncle, so it's not weird. You, you have to be like, this is your Uncle Ron. Like... Do that. Like the more fake uncles a child has, the bigger the gauge in their eventual earring gets. You know, I, I can't be responsible for that disgustingness. <laughs> we had a we had a pregnancy scare shortly before we broke up, and I thought I was excited the first time I had sex. I was so much more excited when it turned out that she wasn't pregnant. Ah. Oh. So much more excited. Like, we were, like, I'd been excited before. This time, I got black church excited. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I found out she wasn't pregnant, and all of a sudden, there was a marching band there, a choir, doves were everywhere, outcasts performed. I don't know where the hell they came. They just walked out like, aha, hush there. A, pi a pinata came down of her womb, and she smashed it open, and nothing came out of it. It's very exciting. <laughs> Then she dumped me, though, which is fine. You know, I was sad, but it's fine. Like, I thought it was a good relationship, but even good relationships end, right? Everything ends. Everything ends. Even the best things in the world have to end eventually. Somewhere out there, someone is still driving one of those Pimp My Ride cars. That's still happening. <laughs> it's ten years later, and they're still driving that thing around, you know? Ten years ago, that was the coolest thing on the planet. A Pimp My Ride car, there was nothing cooler than that. Some dude driving around in a 98 Tangelo Celica. Oh, my God. Picking his friend up for lunch. Friend gets in the car like, where are we going to eat? Right here. Panini Press, right in the middle. But now it's ten years later, and somebody's still driving that same Celica, picking that same friend up from the airport. Friends there holding his bag like, where should I put my luggage? Why don't you put it in the fish tank that hasn't had a fish in it for a decade? Why don't you put it there? It's sad, right? They're not cool anymore. Exhibit needs a new show where he goes around and unpimps those rides. He needs, he needs to go out and fix what he did, right? Just Exhibit showing up at your door like, yo, what's up, dog? I know 10 years ago we put eight game cubes in a bowling alley in your scion. But you manage a Coles and that's not a good look for you. So we went ahead and paid the first eight months of a lease on a Mitsubishi Galant for your ass. Sorry about everything. <laughs> I forgot how much time that light meant. Was, it like, was that like a wrap it up light? Or was that like, you got two minutes? You got two. Oh, two minutes, okay. I, fit, I want to tell you guys about this. I realized recently that I'm not a good person. And I don't mean that like I'm a bad person. I just, I, wait, let me explain. I was at a Taco Bell drive through restaurant. Treat myself like the lady that I am. And uh, there was one car that pulled in right before I got there. There was one car in front of me. I pulled in probably five seconds after they did. And I was like, oh, excellent. Two cars at a Taco Bell. I should have my food within 45 seconds. This is amazing. I'm fine. And then the car in front of me proceeded to take seven minutes to complete their order at Taco Bell. Seven minutes, seven American minutes. And I got so unreasonably angry that there is no way I'm a good person. You know what I mean? They were in the car in front of me taking seven minutes. I was more angry about that than I have ever been about any genocide. And that's real. That's uncomfortable, but that's a real thing. I'm Jewish. When I think about the Holocaust, I'm like, what a bummer. Hope that never happens again. But this car in front of me took seven minutes at Taco Bell. I was in the car behind them like, what the fuck? 
fuck is going on in the world? Are you fucking serious? Is it amateur hour at Taco Bell? I didn't know they had fucking amateur hour at Taco Bell. How the fuck are you going to come here and take seven fucking minutes? What did you fucking think? That they had some sort of spectrum with You know, motherfucker. You come here with a plan. You come here, you want one thing. Tortilla, some kind of gray meat product, a vague yellow tomato situation, and sour cream. Order literally anything, motherfucker. That's all they fucking sell. <laughs> so angry and all of us here are the same way we all want to pretend like we get angry about appropriate things right if you were interviewed and they were like what makes you angry Karen you'd be like oh good question probably war poverty homelessness no it fucking doesn't none of that shit really makes you angry I mean it's upsetting but none of it really makes you angry nobody gets seething mad when they see a homeless person that never happens no you drive by a homeless person you're like what a bummer your print your printer stops working you're ready to round up the Konica Minolta family and murder them. That's true. That's 100% true. If your rent goes up $100, it's you and the rest of the tenants in your apartment complex gathering in the torch yard, thinking about how you're going to the torch yard, the courtyard, <laughs> thinking about how you're going to torture your landlord. <laughs> seven minutes. And at the end of the seven minutes, this person rolls down their window and orders a burrito. One burrito, non-specific burrito. And I went from being furious to feeling flummoxed. You can't go to Taco Bell and order one item. Because Taco Bell always forgets to give you one of your items. That means this person ate a bag full of napkins for dinner. And they fucking deserved it, too. Seven minutes, go kill yourself. I've been Ian Carmel. Thank you so much for your time. Rhea and I have an ongoing debate about Taco Bell because Rhea's standard order is that she likes to get a seven-layer burrito with a side of three burritos. <laughs> and I say, no, you get three burritos with a side of a seven-layer burrito because in my mind, it's the number of burritos that constitutes the main meal. Where in her mind, it's the number of layers that indicates which is the main course. We have spoken about this for hours. And still are no closer. Um, please tweet your response to us at at Cameron Esposito and at Rhea Butcher. I cannot wait. That's R-H-E-A. Um, I cannot wait to hear how the tally comes out. <laughs> I forgot to say this too, this happened yesterday. I was, I, so I flew home, I've been gone for 12 days, I flew home, I had to take multiple flights, because I was in Madison, doesn't directly connect, I took a cab from the airport, I got to my house, and then I remembered, oh yeah, I didn't bring my keys. Because when I went on uh, my trip, uh, Rhea had just quit her job, and I was like, well, you'll be home when I get back. Meanwhile, she got a freelance job yesterday. So I just arrived at my house with zero amounts of keys, and um, my neighbor was outside washing his car. So I was, like, trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. Rhea was a really far cab ride away. I was like, maybe I'll just walk around the neighborhood for a while, go take myself to see Guardians of the Galaxy as a sweaty mess. Just be the only person who clearly has come straight from an airport to see Guardians of a Galaxy. I almost wish I'd had the taxi take me right there. If I hadn't remembered that I didn't have my key, that's what I would have said. I'd say, take me right to the movies. I want to show up with a suitcase. I want to show up with a suitcase like I can't believe how my priority... You should have gone straight there. My point is, um, I went up to my neighbor and I was like, Hey, neighbor, um, I locked myself out and... Uh, Ria, who, you know, who lives upstairs with me as well, is not going to be home for a little while. Can I just, can I stash my bags in your place um, for like a little while and then I'll come back and get them? And he said, um, who, who are you? <laughs> there are four apartments in my building. It's a four apartment 
apartment building. And I said, um, I live upstairs. We walk our dogs next to each other, like, all the time. Remember I came and asked you to turn down your music? <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, you, you look different. And I was trying to imagine how that would be true, because I feel like I have, like, a pretty distinctive... Like, I love the idea in his mind. He was like, oh, who's this other girl with a side mullet? <laughs> My neighbor with a side mullet isn't here. <laughs> but also, like, I feel like if somebody says, hey, neighbor, I locked myself out uh, upstairs. Do, are you going to, like, you're probably going to assume that it's your neighbor, right? <laughs> Slash, he also let me do it. Like, after I was like, oh, no, I'm your neighbor. He was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was so bummed I didn't have a bomb in that bag. <laughs> just cause like, not I didn't want to hurt him, I just mean like, what a strange amount of trust to develop right at the end. You know, that somebody's like, I'm your neighbor. No, you're not. Who are you? Your neighbor. Oh, put whatever you want in my house. <laughs> just feels like a pretty big, uh, but I, yeah, I left him there for hours. So thanks to that guy, uh, Damien, wherever you are, uh, my name is Cameron and I live upstairs. Um, <laughs> And thanks so much for letting me stash your bags. How are you guys doing? Everybody feels great? That was a great story. Relatable. I know you guys don't know your neighbors. Look at us, you know, very modern story. Um, and now we're going to keep doing other, other comics are even going to come out. How are you guys feeling? Is it very hot in here? Yeah, I know it is. Fucking own your energy. You know what I mean? I understand that the heat is putting you to sleep. Fuck the heat. I want you to physically take your penises and fuck the heat. Women, use your penises especially. Um, no, what I want is just some crazy energy right now because this next comic, it's his first time on the show. When it's ever somebody's first time, we go extra crazy. Let's hear right now from Mr. Eli Olsberg. Guys, give it up for Eli. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. You can go in for Cameron and Rhea. Let them hear it. I, my building, my neighbors uh, have an interesting way of getting revenge on each other. One of my neighbors is a smoker, and so or she, it sinks up the whole building somehow. I don't know how she does it, but it's a f cool trick uh, in frustrating all of us. And she, uh, one of my other neighbors got pissed, so she waited outside of her door for 15 minutes. And when she opened the door, she was holding incense lit up, and she's like, oh, how do you like it? And it, she's just like, this is fucking delicious. What are you talking about? How is that revenge? <laughs> That's like, like someone just bombed your house. And you're like, well, go ahead and send them flowers. Um, went a lot better in my head. I thought you guys were going to go fucking nuts for that riff. Uh, not worth it. By the way, there's no wrong way to eat Taco Bell. Um, or every way is the wrong way, depending on what kind of life you live. Um, I live near West Hollywood. Um, I live kind of right at the border. I don't know if you know this. The city is literally enclosed with two of the same billboards. If you enter the city on both sides... Yeah, sure. Casually just walk on through. Um, mi casa, su casa, man. Uh, and it really didn't phase him at all. He's just like, spring break. And he just fucking kept going. Uh, that's the youth. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, uh, I live in West Hollywood, and so the town's like bookend by two billboards, uh, and I'm sure you've seen them. You can't miss them because it's just words. It says, meth plus sex equals addiction. <laughs> meth plus sex equals... If you take sex out of that billboard, you still have an equally effective billboard, right? <laughs> like, meth equals addiction, kind of on its own. It's not peanut butter and jelly. Uh, <laughs> like, I love the idea of an intervention, though, where two parents are like, we've been supporting your meth habit for three years, but now you're fucking? Not under this roof, absolutely not. <laughs> Get your shit together and get out. That's on both sides of the town. Do you know what that looks like to a tourist walking in? They're like, oh shit, we're going into Breaking Badland. Turn the fucking car around. <laughs> also, I don't think, I mean, billboards have kind of just gone south real fast uh, in the past few years. There's a no Actually, this isn't a billboard. This is a speed limit sign in Beverly Hills, probably the only place you would see this. They put a cute phrase around the speed limit to encourage people to drive slower. It says, keep kids alive, drive at 25. And that's still a fantastic speed to kill a child. Right? <laughs> They're at eye level with the car. Um, let's start there. And I love that when they show that sign, nobody at City Hall was like, are we going to check our math or are we just hiring beat poets? What the fuck is this? It's ridiculous. Oh, here's a fun prank I pulled recently. Uh, I'm a big Groupon user. Anybody else? Yeah? Jew? 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 You're Jewish? Yeah, absolutely. I am too. Oh, you're not? Don't, you don't have to be a shit. Don't be like, oh, no, I'm not. Uh, geez, you should be so lucky. Um, I... <laughs> I know, don't worry, I didn't feel the Jewish energy coming from you. Um, I felt it from the other Jews who wooed. Um, 
I, uh, I love Groupon. I use it all the time. Um, I was using a restaurant Groupon, and our server was a straight white male. That's important to the story. My best friend that I was with, Dominic, is a gay white male. That's important to the story. Uh, my server had to t- like, take my phone across the restaurant to punch in the Groupon code, so I turned to my friend Dominic, and I was like, do you have a dick pic on your phone? He's like, yeah, of course. I was like, okay, you need to text me that dick pic while my server has the phone. <laughs> right under it come over for dessert he was super excited to do this uh, I've also seen never seen so many dicks on a phone he's just like which one should we pick just dick 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 so casual and uh, I mean they were in every it literally was like a flip book like an elephant tusk going up like every which way and we settled on a big black one because he has a fetish and um, he hit send and let me tell you this guy's reaction did not disappoint at all <laughs> pretend this is the phone oh come on now it's just getting ridiculous uh, Oh, you were an audience member. For some reason, I thought you came from that side, and you were just like a stoner that just walked in. I mean, I'm not sorry for the jokes I made. It went very well from a riffing standpoint. Um, Assume sassy teapot pose. Uh, So... So he, uh, he sends, you know, the guy, like, is typing in... This is how he reacts. Pretend this is the phone. He's punching in the Groupon code. Like that. Like, he had a, a cartoon hot potato in his hands. And then he, like, tosses it onto the desk, like, and then threw his hands up as if to be like, I'm not gay, I'm not gay. Like, he had to remind himself. He's about 21, uh, so that's about right. And uh, he looks over at us, and my friend and I are just like, don't laugh or I'm going to laugh. <laughs> he calls a manager over. Manager comes over with a huge dumb grin on his face because he's like, oh, a problem, I'll fix that with 10% off and free drinks. You know, whatever managers do, they're bullshit. And... Uh, they're like talking they look at us again and me and my friend are just like we don't even need dessert at this point this is so delicious uh finally the guy looks the manager looks down at my phone also the light has not gone on on my phone yet i don't know how that hasn't happened but it was amazing and he looks down with this big grin and this is how he reacts (laughs) like just his soul evacuated he's like i'm gonna sit this one out for a few minutes uh and he had to like reboot his matrix was not programmed to deal with this so he sends the server away after, like, a yoga breath. He's like, and he sends the server away, grabs the phone, grabs the check, comes over to the table, puts the phone down in the middle of the table, doesn't want to figure out whose it is, puts the check down and goes, the remainder of your bill is on us today. Thank you guys so much for coming in. And turns around and walks away. And my friend and I look at each other like, oh, yeah, we're doing this every time. No question about it. What a loophole. Are you kidding me? That's like a Groupon to a Groupon. That's a great deal. So that's what I do for fun. Uh... I don't, like, wake up in the morning, like, how can I fuck with people? It just kind of happens as the day goes along. Uh, like, I recently convinced the Chipotle employee that the company was founded by a guy named John Chipotle. <laughs> and he believed me. Uh, 100% he was on board with that idea. I, this poor guy was getting chewed out by his boss, and his, the GM walks away, and I just look at him like, hey, you don't want to get old Johnny Chipotle there, man, huh? And he looks at me, he's like, wait, what? I'm like, okay, here we go. Um... <laughs> And I was like, yeah, you didn't know this place was fun? A guy named John Chipotle? And he's like, oh, cool. And that was the end of our interaction. That's it. We were done. Uh, but the best part I, I never got to see, which is when he approaches another employee, he's like, did you know this place was founded by a guy named John Chipotle? They're going to look at me and they're going to one of two things. They're either going to go, you're a fucking idiot, or they're going to be like, it's Juan Chipotle. <laughs> like, they're going <laughs> to correct them. I, uh, I love, like... Also, by the way, I just want to say, like, I feel like employees that get paid minimum wage should wear, like, under their name tag that they get paid minimum wage. Not to, like, single them out, but so we don't have to expect great service. Like, they should be okay to just be relaxed. Like, if we come up, they should just be like, fucking what? You know? Like, that's fine. That's an acceptable... If they're like, I guess I'll supersize this. Are you sure you fucking need it, asshole? Like, if they do that, that should be okay. Their pay is not in double digits. Um, So... Before I go, I'd like to do a character for you. Um, I love like '80s like B horror movies, like slasher movies. Those are my that's like, kind of my comedy essentially. And uh, I have this theory that like Michael Myers and Jason, like if they talk, they would have like these super sassy gay voices. Um, and here's why: because there's always a shot where you follow the killer from his point of view, like the camera's the killer, and he'll put his hand in front of the camera, and he'll go to grab a victim, and she'll just make it out the door. And this is the grab he does. Probably why she gets away too. He goes like this. That's it. Just this super set. You can hear the mm, when he's doing it practically. So if he had dialogue, I feel like it would be like this Mario Cantonish, like, oh my god, did you come back to the house to get something? You're as cute as a button. Here, I'm gonna eat you like a little sandwich. Here I come. Oh fuck, you gotta wait. You know, good for you. I'll get you later in your cute little dress. All right, you guys had a lot of fun. Thanks so much. Enjoy the rest of the show.
Oh, man, how's it going over here? How are you doing, gal? Cool genius shirt. I'm into it. How was your day? What'd you do? You went to work? What do you do for a living? You work at Nobu. Oh, very fancy. Yes. And then... And then I went in and it was, uh, they said it was going to be real slow. Once they go home and I was like, me. Yeah, <laughs> get the fuck out of there. Wow. I mean, I like your priorities. I'm also, I also, what, in, uh, what interesting priorities. You drove an hour and a half in traffic yeah. to the job yeah. where you would get paid money at a fancy place. Said so you good money. And then you were like, fuck this. I prefer going home. Okay. I like you. No, that, let's hear it for that choice. She's like, no amount of money can keep me at this place where I make money. I was out really late the night before. What were you doing last night? That was like a month. That was a Monday. I know. Yeah, I get it. You work in food service. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> um, cool. Was it for a special occasion or just because you live a wild life? This is my life. Yeah. <laughs> You're sassy. <laughs> I go to work, I leave. That's you. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. I'm chilling. I'm, I'm liking her. Wow, you look at your energy. You're fucking on the show. I love it. <laughs> no, I love it. How was your day? Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, what'd you do? Yeah, um, I sort of wandered through Griffith Park. Why? You sort of, yep, I like that answer. <laughs> wasn't so much hiking as I had no particular destination and it wasn't on a trail. <laughs> You wandered through Griffith Park? I went from the observatory to the Hollywood sign, and then I didn't know how to get down. Uh-huh. So I just walked through Beverly Hills what? until it ended. What? Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding, right? No. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> do you know where Beverly Hills is? Okay, I don't think you do. I feel like you didn't walk from the Griffith Observatory to the Hollywood sign and then didn't know how to get down, so you walked through Beverly Hills until it ended. Because Beverly Hills ends, like, pretty much it. Well, I mean, UCLA and then the ocean. I just feel like that would have been a long walk. Also, I don't know. I mean, no, I mean, what made you think you were in Beverly Hills? Fancy houses. Yeah. Hills? This must be the Beverly. Um, <laughs> yes, I know. I totally get. I bet you were in the Hollywood Hills. I'm gonna bet you were in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah, because if you walked from Griffith Park to Beverly Hills, your legs would be fucked. There's no way you'd be leading, and it's very far. Um, also, that you wouldn't have been able to walk on like a contiguous mountain range so at some point you would have come down and been on a street and just been like I'm still in the park <laughs> so that would have that's also why I knew that you probably weren't there um, some of those houses are crazy up there right right on a cliff face and stuff do you see anything you like do you buy anything <laughs> you buy any houses do you look, where are you visiting from Oh, boy. <laughs> don't you live a, a life of wonder. I don't know where I'm from or where I went. I'm not sure how I got here tonight. <laughs> wow. Where? Okay. Um, you're just living nowhere right now? That's okay, if that's the answer. Yeah? I guess. You were in Boulder. Oh, that explains everything. <laughs> <laughs> Do you bring any cookies? What, you got any cookies with you? I'm not even saying you're high. I just think people in Boulder are very relaxed. That's a very, like, oh, I might be in the Hollywood Hills or Beverly Hills. I don't know where I am. Does anybody have any chia seeds? It's a very relaxed place. Well, uh, what were you interning in at, in, in Boulder? Physics lab. What? <laughs> Surely they shouldn't let people in Boulder do physics. A lot of, like, a lot of solar research. Solar research. Interesting. Okay. All right. Somebody's 
Yeah, fuck yeah. Somebody's like, ah, the sun, finally. I've been waiting to figure out which jokes I'm going to get on board. Somebody mentioned the sun. Who was that that wooed solar research? have similar cool energy <laughs> right the fuck here right here I loved how friendly that was too thank god that we just had that friendly interaction this actually happened to me in Madison this has never happened to me before and this happened to me I was on stage there was a birthday boy in the audience I don't know if you guys know this about people that are celebrating their birthdays at comedy shows but they can ruin the show for everybody <laughs> Because, like, there should be a moment where we acknowledge it's your birthday. I'm totally chill with that. Like, you know, the host can say that, and everybody can clap for you. And then you have to shut the fuck up. Because it's just, it's everybody else also paid. And nobody else knows you. Like, nobody cares that you're older at all. Uh, Also, nobody cares about your bachelorette party. Uh, Zero people care about anything about you. And you're just, and, it, and I don't know how to convey that because, like, I want that person to know we're happy you're celebrating with us. But at the same time, you can't let that destroy the show for the rest of everybody. So there was a very drunk birthday boy who would not stop yelling out that it was, was his birthday, just constantly, yeah! Still a birthday, just the whole show. And at first I was like playing around with him, you know, just being like, oh, you're a little silly, but you know, like just being real fun. And then, uh, and then I had to just say directly, sometimes you can't shut somebody down. Then I was like, please, you know, like, all right, so that's going to be the end of you. You know, you can say that. You can just joke around. Then you have to be like, I think you're going to stop talking now. And then sometimes you just have to say, uh, you're, stop talking or I'm going to kick you out. And I don't want to kick you out because it's your birthday. I will kick you out, but I don't want to. So shut up. And the whole audience applauded. That's the situation I'm talking about. Nobody was like, oh, he's been wronged. Everybody wanted the guy to shut the fuck up. So he was quiet for the rest of the show, and then he came up to me afterwards, and he got really close to my face, and he shook my hand. I wish I wasn't sick, so I could shake your hand. He shook my hand, and he pulled me in, and he goes, I should have punched you in your fucking face. I should have gotten on stage and punched you in your fucking face. And I said, I should have gotten off stage and punched you in your fucking face. (laughs) But in my mind, I said, what the fuck is going to happen next? (laughs) That's a weird thing to say when you are so close to somebody that you could still punch them in the fucking face. Because it's past tense, but like that could become present tense at any moment. And I'm tiny. I'm, I, I know I look giant because I'm so charismatic and I'm on a, an elevated platform, but I'm really small. And this was a big man and he had my arm and I just went like, uh, I mean, I said that and then I just turned around to walk away because I, there was no like security around. He said this intimately, like he didn't threaten me. I've been threatened from the audience, but never interpersonally after a show. So I just tried to get the fuck out of there. And then he, he, grabbed, the, he grabbed me by my back tried to scoop, like, tried to, tried to do, like, a, like, a low back grab, like, like, suddenly, so first he was aggressive, and then he was like, but you're still a woman, so, (laughs) that's much worse, like, that's much worse, um, and then he grabbed me by the low back, and he said, now come meet my wife, (laughs) so that guy doesn't understand how things work at all, (laughs) I said, uh, take your hand off me, I'm not coming to meet your wife, and I turned, Uh, to walk away and then he said oh you made me really sad (laughs) I guess like overall my message is get your shit together dudes (laughs) what are you doing you threatening women you threatening people smaller than you are you touching them in like a weird kind of coercive way or are, you, uh, or are you introducing them to your wives? Like, what are we working with here? <laughs> oh, all of those things? All of those, those are literally the three behaviors that could be removed from male behavior, and I would love men a lot more. <laughs> so, like, just less fighting, less touching me, and less thinking I'm interested in meeting your wife because I know what he fucking meant by that. So um, if there's anybody listening, because this is also a podcast, or here tonight, that's wondering, hey, how do I talk to a woman? (laughs) 
And how do I talk to a comic who has just been so patient that they didn't kick me out on my birthday? Here's all you have to say. Thanks for the show. That's it. Just so you guys know. You're welcome. Hey, let's keep the show rolling. What do you think? Oh, this next comic, first time on the show. She's amazing. We love her so much. Let's hear it right now for Lizzie Cooperman. Come on. Where are the comedy photographers at tonight? Comedy photographers? I want to wake up tomorrow morning with 27 notifications that I have a double chin. <laughs> like every day after a comedy show, I'll check my Facebook page and it's like, marry me, me, marry me. <laughs> the other day I was like, why am I tagged in this photo of Rod Stewart? <laughs> And I was like, oh, no, that's me. <laughs> On a downtown train. God, I have anxiety. I have so much anxiety. When I was little, I told my mom I had anxiety. And she goes, I want you to picture yourself in a glass box. But whatever you do, do not let it fill with water. <laughs> Very supportive. I have anxiety about getting older. I'm worried about falling in the shower and, like, breaking a hip. <laughs> So I've decided that when I get older, I'm going to live in a bounce house. And that way, if anything bad happens, I can go, I've fallen, and I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> my friends are so worried about getting older, and they're starting to get like self-conscious about how old they are. So when someone says, like, how old are you? They won't just say how old they are. They'll go, guess. Guess how old I am. Guess. Like, it's some kind of, like, satisfying riddle. They're like, guess, darling, guess. Just guess. They're like lizards. They're like, guess, darling, guess. Guess how old I am. Guess, my dear guess. It's between 29 and 45, my dear guess. Just guess. I'm like, I don't want to guess. Please don't eat my vagina. And they're like, guess, darling, guess. I've become more prone to lumbar sprains. Guess, darling, guess. Guess how old I am. This is my ninth set of eyelids. Guess, darling, guess. Just guess. And I'm like, 38? And then they go, 35. <laughs> then there's a poof of smoke. I look down, and all that's there is a dehydrated chili pepper. <laughs> and a frozen claw. I just got out of a relationship. I'm not the kind of person who, when she goes through a breakup, like, gorges herself with Haagen-Dazs, or is like, I'm getting highlights because I deserve it. <laughs> I'm, like, more the kind of person to, like, draw a jellyfish on my stomach and be like, this represents the exploitation of my nervous system. <laughs> but now, like, I'm, I went online and I met someone who was so old, I was like, boyfriend or benefactor? <laughs> and I went to his house, and there were all these archways and crystal doorknobs. It took the butler, like, ten minutes to lead me into the conservatory where Harold was at. And I walked in, and he turned toward me in a walker. And I was like, oh, so we're not going to Magic Mountain then. Great. <laughs> we played all these really fun games together. Like, he had me dye my hair gray and pretend my name was Mavis. And once a day, he had me lie down in a coffin. And once prompted, I would have to slowly rise up and say, it's not your fault, Harold. It was never your fault. Then we'd go to Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese, once owned by the great Charles Edgar Cheese, but then sold it for 380 skee-ball tickets in a Chinese finger trap. Guess what, you guys? Thank you. Black beans are black beans. Green beans are green beans. But chickpeas are garbanzo beans. They're crazy. They have three names. They're Indian peas. They're chickpeas. They're garbanzo beans. They're the celebrity bean. They're like the Marshall Mathers of legumes. I heard Nicki Minaj got in a huge fight on American Idol with garbanzo beans. 
I feel like that's a word someone would just blurt out like in a state of desperation. Like, we have to move these mattresses out by Sunday and the prices are garbanzo. <laughs> So, most of my friends are feeling like they're too old for the roles they want in Hollywood. I feel too young for the role I want. I want to play like the Hollywood Oracle. Like, I want to come out in a black cloak and be like, I told them when they built that Carl's Jr. they were building it on Indian burial ground. I told Jason Siegel not to accept that role in the sex tape. I am the Hollywood Oracle. My Hollywood age is 85, but my Bollywood age is eternal. Now let me feel you for a moment. Let me feel you. Rossmore becomes Vine. Virgil becomes Hillhurst. And death, death, death becomes her. Death becomes her. Nothing to worry about, my sweet. Just a very good film. You'll see it soon. In the afterlife. <laughs> and you, darling, you. The spec script you will write in three years will, will, will go nowhere. <laughs> Um, by the way, say I have a friend who needs new headshots. Is it worth it for her to pay for two separate looks if in one she wants to carry a crystal ball? <laughs> to a dear friend of mine. You, my dear, are cursed. You are cursed. In order to free you from your curse, you must set up a 30-minute meeting between me and your commercial agent. It's kind of a general get-to-know-you kind of thing. I'm not going to do anything crazy. Why would I do anything crazy? Someone in this room is willing to build and maintain a website for $15 a month. <laughs> Whoever you are, please speak to me after the show. You, my dear, have star quality, meaning you are distant and often ignored. <laughs> and to all those hapless fools I've spared, your IMDB starometers will rise to the occasion of zero. <laughs> and by the way, feel free to take my scene study class. Tuesdays and Thursdays, wear comfortable clothes. No jeans. <laughs> Do you guys think Abraham Lincoln liked the play he was watching or was he like, somebody put me out of my misery? <laughs> I said this the other day. I love what you've done with the living room, but aren't cherubs dead babies? <laughs> I really want to have a business called Goodbye Kitty, which is basically t-shirts featuring Hello Kitty's asshole. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. going to build that website? Oh, I am? Listen, I eat Taco Bell almost every day. I don't know how to build websites. Just real quick, RE Taco Bell, and then we'll get, get the show moving. Here's the thing. This is how I view it. The more complex the item, the more it makes it an entree. Am I right? All right, I'm not right. Okay, thank you. Well, I feel better about it. Thanks, you guys, for somewhat supporting me in my Taco Bell endeavors. It's been a lifetime coming. Just really wanted to make it to here. Awesome. Are you guys ready to keep the show going? Next comic is a friend of the show. We love it when she stops by. You guys are going to love her. Give it up for Julie Goldman, you guys. Dyking out. Just one dyke and another dyke. Just pussing out. Just puss. Just pussing out. Just gonna dyke all over. Just pussy J all over the place. There's a little dyke and a huge dyke. 
Those are like medium, medium dykes, like medium les, like you little les, little les. Now it's a huge les! I don't give a fuck! I don't give a fuck! I want to fucking punch that guy in the fucking face, Cameron! I want to punch him in the face! With my pussy! I'm like, poof! Pussy punch! I had to go to the bay area! I had to go to the bay area! Bay area! I had to go to the bay, baby, front of that bay area! We do everything right in the Bay Area. Everything is amazing in the Bay Area. We do everything right. There's no refuse in the Bay Area. We have a different color trash can for everything. We have pink trash can, purple trash can, blue trash can, orange trash can, yellow trash can. There's no refuse in the Bay Area. No refuse at all. No refuse. Everything, everything I'm wearing is cruelty-free and organic. I'm wearing dirt and tampons. That's my clothes. That's my clothes. Those are my clothes. Those are my clothes in the Bay Area. Those are my clothes. You better compost, God. I'm eating. I'm eating right now. I'm eating and I eat. I compost. I eat and I blow it out of my own asshole. And I grow trees on the ground. I go, Let's all kill ourselves. The fuck you, ZB? You should be ashamed of yourself. There's no air conditioning and fucking air! I'm gonna die! I'm gonna go through menopause right now. I'm 20. Fuck you. Oh, hate this town. I love this town. I love this town. Don't be afraid, young man. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Go fuck yourself. I don't give a fuck about guys. Listen. You're so young. You're so cute. You're so nice. So be nice to girls. Be nice to girls. All right, let's check. So I have to go to this wedding in the Bay Area. It's a les wedding. To les. Getting married. To les. Don't clap. Don't clap. It's gross. So gross. Like he's so, so... This is what I live for right here. So I get off the thing in the plane in the Bay Area where I always get in trouble. It's a plenty of crap. I know that you're looking at me, you're soaking me, and you're objectifying me sexually. I know that you're looking at me. <laughs> and you're saying to yourself, it wants to camp. It likes camping, it wants to camp. But let me explain something to you. I might be a bunch less, but I'm a Jew first, and I want a fucking hotel. Do you understand me? I want a hotel. I want, I don't want to camp. I don't want to do that shit. I don't want to fucking lay in a ravine. I don't want to build a tarp. I don't want fake bacon in a can. I don't want to lay in a fucking thing. I don't want to build a fucking shelter. I want to get in a room. I want to lay in the bed. I want to turn the TV on. I want air conditioning. I'm going to shut the fucking door. Do you understand me? I shut the door. Because I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew. That's why I'm Jew. I'm Jewess. Under these manly clothes. heterosexual friends there. I have a lot of heterosexual friends. So don't worry, I have a lot of heterosexual friends. I like heterosexual, heterosexual friends. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> They're cool. Okay, you guys are cool. You guys are cool. <laughs> and so this is my friends. Okay. And like, everybody's having babies because they're like heterosexual. It's like, I have this age where having babies. <laughs> babies are amazing. Babies are amazing in the world. I'm in <laughs> There's nothing more amazing than having a baby, you guys. Nothing makes you feel more like a woman than having a baby. You've never experienced a miracle of life until you've had a fucking baby. Go fuck yourself. Tell him later the lesbian is going to kick his ass. So... Is he going to the bathroom? Is he going to take a shit? What's he going to do? He left? I'm a fucking douche. Okay. What an idiot. All right. No, I love him. I love, I love you guys. I love your friend. He's super awesome. <laughs> so, fucking perfect old douche. So, 
so they're all there and having babies, right? Everybody's having babies. So they're having babies, they're having babies, they're having babies. And they're like, Julie, don't you want to have a baby? Look at all of our babies. Because <laughs> they're all married and everybody's there, the couples, husbands, wives, blah, blah, blah. And everybody's like at the age and I'm the only single one, I don't have a baby, I don't have a fucking girlfriend, go fuck yourself, whatever, I don't care, I'm fine, everything's happy, I really feel good about it. <laughs> so. with all of our babies. Look at our babies. We're going to line our babies up and we're going to take a picture of the babies because the babies are so cute. Look at our babies. I'm like, if I can't do a line of coke off the babies, I don't know what to do with the babies. I don't know what the fuck to do. It's like, don't you want to have a baby? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to have a baby. I could have a baby. I mean, I am a woman. So I could have a baby, but I don't know. And they're like, come on, you should do it. You got to do it. It's a miracle of life. You could be a single mom, go and adopt a Chinese baby or whatever. Or maybe you could have a baby. Just get pregnant and have a baby. Look at you. Look at you. Pregnant. And I thought about it, I was like, why don't you break it down? I feel like, the thing is this, it's not I'm against any man, I'd be a butch lady, I'd be butch and have a baby, I'd look like a man with a baby, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> I'll do whatever I fucking want, I do what I want, I don't care, I'd get pregnant, I would do it. But however, it's just me, it's the pain, it's the pain, because I'm Jew, I'm a Jew, I'm a Jew, I'm a Jew, it's too much pain. But then they're like, no, it's not painful, it's not painful, because then when you're done, you have a baby. <laughs> why don't you break it down for me, I'm going to break it down for you, and then I got to wait, no time, I can't, I just have to, so I'm going to break it down for you, and then I'm going to go. So. Here's what it is. So here's what they told me. Here's what they told me. This is what it is. So first, you have to find some penis juice. You have to find some sp- some sperm, some spooge, some jizz, whatever. Okay, go on. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's good. Good. Go on. Tell me more. Tell me more. So you put the penis juice in you. Listen, Liz, so you put the penis juice in you. It's fine, it's fine. No, you're not, you're, okay. So you put the penis juice in you. You just get a turkey baker or a pen, just a pen, and, and you stick it in there, and it just goes inside of you, and then it's inside of you, and then it's finding its way to your eggs. Because ladies, you're just a farmer's market filled with eggs. You just have so many beautiful eggs inside of your body, just eggs waiting for penis juice. And then penis juice finds its way to the eggs, and it's growing, and then it finds the eggs, and it starts to grow inside of your body. And it's growing, and it's growing, and it's growing for months and months and months inside of your body. A thing is growing. You don't even need to eat, feed it anything special. You eat, it eats, you eat, and then it vomits and shits inside of you. Now you have a thing growing inside of you, living on your fucking organs, left and right and left and right, and suck a parasitical alien growing inside of you. And it's fine and beautiful, and you know, it's shitting and vomit, and now it's growing and growing, and then it starts to like grow arms and legs, and it kicks you, and it punches you, and it punches you, and it kicks you. The only time a woman's like, look what's kicking me. <laughs> And then it grows fingernails, and it scratches you, and it scratches you from the inside. It's scratching you with tiny fetus fingernails. It's scratching you, and it's beautiful. It's growing and it's growing. And then you have to push this baby out of you after nine months. You have to push and push and push out of a tiny hole that sometimes you can't fit two fingers in, but you do. You find a way. You find a way. The les knows. The guys just shove a dick in, but ladies will work it around. You just gotta fit it in. But sometimes that hole's too small. You have to push it up. But then the doctor says it's too small. Now we have to cut between your asshole and your vaginas. Now you have one hole. You have a vaginas. Now there's just one hole. You have one hole, just a vaginas. You have to push the baby out of one hole. Can you imagine your penis hole? Shut baby, no. And then you're pushing, you're pushing, you're pushing, and then it comes up, and then it sounds too small. So then the doctors are cut from your throat to your vaginas while you're awake, while you're awake. And then they open you up and pull a baby out. Ta-da! Thanks a lot. I'm Julie Goldman. Julie Goldman. You guys, somebody just said, Jesus. <laughs> like he just went over Ma- Magic Mountain and was like, Jesus. His life has changed. Julie Goldman, you guys. Killing it. Awesome. Uh, I just wanted to, one more round of applause for your host, Cameron Esposito, who's feeling sick. So I popped up here. I just... I also want to let you guys know that uh, her album that's coming out on uh, October 7th, Same sep- Sex Symbol, is uh, now available for pre-order on Kill Rockstars. You get tons of free stuff, a few little packages and stuff, t-shirts. It's going to be super rad, so you guys should go check that out. Cool? Awesome. You guys ready to finish up the show? This doozy of a show? We have another friend coming up. You guys are going to love him. I particularly enjoyed his drunk his- history recently. You guys give it up for Kyle Kinane. 
Hey, Kyle Kinane, how are you doing? What's going on, Rhea? <laughs> you know, just hanging out. Just one of those natural conversations. Just a natural conversation. We were just, oh, just in the middle of talking, and then I turned my phone on. How many of these have started just like that? I think every single one of them, probably. I'm washed up. <laughs> So no, no, no. I'm so I'm the washed up one. Going for the easy bits. Um, so what have you been up to? What are you working on? What's I'm going to th- make a comedy special. Oh, yeah? That's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to make a comedy special in Athens, Georgia. When does this come out? Uh, this comes out this Thursday. August 16th in Athens, Georgia. Oh, look at that. Uh, that Athens, works. Georgia. That's awesome. What's the... Thursday, I'm going to be on tour all through North Carolina and Tennessee starting Friday. Oh, my God. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> Huh? Let me hear. Uh, Let me hear. And you were just on a boat, right? I was on a boat. How uh, was the boat? Two, week, two weeks ago. I was going to talk about the boat, tonight, but I can't say it because I'm not doing the pod shit. No, you say it right on here. Well, fucked you it just, up. I fucked you know. it all up. Did you have a good time on the boat? I had a great time on a boat. The boat's pretty cruise? fun. I did. I did it last year. Oh, you did the thing? Mm-hmm. It's so wasteful. But it is. It's the Doesn't most it wasteful thing in the world. Because you feel this majesty, this sublime of being on the ocean, and somebody flicks a cigarette, and you're like, God damn it, human thought, beings are the worst. Yeah, I thought it was more just like the, oh, here's a, a, a tower of desserts that'll just be pawed at by children <laughs> and then thrown into some grinder and shit out into the ocean. Yeah, and then cleaned like, up by people who live on this yeah, thing. Yeah, there's more food. <laughs> Given to one individual that mm-hmm. I'm sure some starving baby gets in a year. Oh, for sure. Like, oh, I'm not gonna finish this. Yeah. And did you get the did you get the drink package? Got the drink package. You better believe your ass got, got the drink, drink package. Did you wear it around your neck? I didn't. I just kept it with I kept it with me. I was yeah. gonna lose it if I wore it around my neck. I was doing too much crazy stuff and jumping in there. Kyle you guys. One more time for Kyle, you guys. We even put your hands together every Tuesday night at 8 right here at UCB. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, Jazos. Ruler of the eighth circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.